0: Hello and welcome back to That Park Live podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Greg, joined as always. Oh, I can't say that this week. Today we have a very special co-host, the one true love, my my one and only. Oh. It is my wife, Nicole. Hardico. Hello. Oh my gosh, what a week. So <laughs> if you missed it, Beth is off traveling Europe, doing whatever it is Europeans do. By the way, it's funny because it's like it's not funny but they're hitting their like record heat highs it's actually no. quite awful oh, um no. anyway so um hopefully everyone's okay there and I, you know if you've been following beth on her personal account you've seen she's doing well over there in in different countries and whatnot and um we're happy for her but in the meantime the show goes on and um it's an interesting topic for us to talk about because you and I have been to Typhoon Lagoon a couple of times the past couple of months. Yes. And, uh, well, we'll talk about it coming up. Before we talk about Typhoon Lagoon, I'm sure people want to know some stuff about you.
1: And okay. I will
0: say, and I, I know you know this, but not everyone knows that we recorded our bonus episode this week together. Again, you filled in for Beth there as well. Yes, I did. And um, we had posted to our patrons, those of, uh, those of you who support us on our Patreon account, um, the ability to ask you questions ab- about me. Most, most of the questions were about me. <laughs> what are your pet peeves about Greg? What, how was Greg now versus when you guys met, when we met those types of questions. And we, we did it like a 27 or 28 minute bonus episode. Yeah, on a all that. One. It was. So those, those questions were all covered over there, but we've been married now for uh, seven years.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, yes. Uh,
0: we moved down here to, you know, be close to the mouse, and work for the mouse. And here we are. Yes. In fact, like that's enough of a history.
1: <laughs> yeah, that that sums it up. And okay. Reba, like all oh, yeah. that, and oh. Reba, and that's now that's everything.
0: Okay, that is everything. That's all. That's the the trifecta of my life. The three pillars of my life. <laughs> um, okay. So before we get into our big topic, I do want to talk a little bit about some fun I've had in the parks. Some of that park time was because of work and. I learned something on this. I know you know the answer to this, but I learned how many Remy's there are on the Remy's Ratatouille Adventure statue or fountain. It's a fountain. And then it made me think like, well, first of all, we had a fun time doing the scavenger hunt, but um, you and I kind of talked about how it might be cool for there to be an official That Park Life podcast scavenger hunt. Yes. Because it was it was a fun time. It was hot, but it was a fun time. So, um if, if you think you might be interested in that, feel free to let us know and maybe we'll create one and maybe there, I don't know, maybe we can make a prize or something involved. We could, we might be able to swing that. That'd be fun. I think that'd be fun. It could be, it probably won't involve food. Maybe we'll have a separate food-motivated scavenger hunt. Yeah. Um, anyway, so uh, that was some fun time in the park through work, but, you know, enough about work. I did spend some time at Magic Kingdom the other day um, and I'll tell you, I wasn't there for very long. Again, super hot, but I considered it to be one of those quality Disney days because, again, it was an abbreviated trip to Magic Kingdom, but it it checked off a bunch of boxes that I like to check off in the parks, one of which was as I'm entering Magic Kingdom and you know i'm going of the train station i make the turn to see the castle i got to see lewis who you might follow on instagram as at disney nuts disney underscore nuts the godfather of disney photography accounts on instagram and I haven't seen him in a while so it's fun to run in him and, and catch up real quick and then almost like i don't know two minutes after that i run into someone i haven't seen in like five years or so from before you and i moved here i know you yes. know this already but uh, that was cool, and then I had a delicious lunch over at Columbia Harbor House. Hey, what did I get there?
1: The hail to the leaf salad.
0: See, everyone knows Greg eats everyone the hail knows. to the leaf salad. <laughs> it's so good. And uh, though when when we go to Columbia Harbor House, what have you been getting the last couple times we've we've gone together?
1: The last time that we went, I got the salmon because I I just didn't feel like eating my regular allergy friendly tenders and fries. I don't know what happened either during or right after COVID, like Disney COVID, but they changed the allergy-friendly tenders and the way that they're Mm. done, and I'm not a fan. So it's just, I'm just using that as an opportunity to check out other things. So to answer your question, I got salmon, green beans, and rice, I think it was. Yeah. But yeah, no, it hit. It actually really hit. So I'm very happy about that.
0: Good. All right. Um, after lunch, a uh, a storm was rolling in. Right, so I'm leaving Columbia Harbour House and going around the tangled bathrooms, walking around Peter Pan and um, Philhar Magic area, oh. which <laughs> later turned out to be the site of a brawl. If you've seen that video, well, that's about all we'll mention about that. I don't think what? you and I talked about that. Remember no. that Disneyland Toontown fair stupid fight? Stop it! Where the guy's like, "I'm ready to go to jail tonight." It was that fight. It it was on the along the same lines, except <gasps> I don't think a guy was hitting a girl this time. But. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of videos going around. No. Of, uh, this is a moment in life where you really get to realize how many bloggers out there um, like vocab words that are exaggerating and dramatic. But I mean, Don't get me wrong. It's a fight. But I saw a headline. It was like violent brawl breaks out. I was like, well, is there such a thing as a nonviolent brawl? Aren't all <laughs> brawls violent in nature? I guess. Right? It's a fight. Anyway, um, people got arrested. People got trespassed. It's, it's the kind of justice That's enclosure you'd want. Well, it is a shame you that ha- people... you
1: Take it... Wait till you get to the parking lot. You can't can't take it outside? Can't take it to the park? Like, there, no. are, there are babies there. There are kids there. Please. Right. There are adults who don't want any part of your drama. <laughs>
0: yes. There <laughs> are adults there without kids who don't want to hear it. And truthfully, <laughs> I didn't watch the video. And I try not to watch those videos just because, like, I don't need no, to see that. people... I don't are need tr-
1: to see that.
0: ...are crappy. I, I know that they exist. I don't need to see it, so... No, ma'am. Um, anyway, I'm rolling around that, that um, side of town, and these dark clouds are coming. I was like, you know what? I haven't been over near the Pinocchio Village house in a while. I wonder if the balcony up there is open. So, uh, you know, Pinocchio's Village house is a quick service dining location, and there is an upstairs. It's not a very big upstairs, but there are some seats indoors and then also a door that goes out. And there also is a set of stairs on the outside that leads to the little balcony um but often the rope is up so i don't know but the rope was Mm. down this time so i went up there and um i just kind of hung out there for a little bit i was you know and back there you're at you're facing the back side of the castle you can see the carousel obviously you're you're basically overlooking the outdoor seating area of pinocchios you see all the blue and red umbrellas
1: it's so pretty
0: yeah and the clouds just got darker and darker and i was like you know what i've been Kind of like meaning to get caught in a in a rainstorm in in Magic Kingdom, especially. Not, nothing against the other parks, but I just was in the mood for a Magic Kingdom rainstorm.
1: You said that you had yeah. said that either the night before or that morning. You're like, I'm really hoping to get stuck in a rainstorm, and I'm like, I mean, I You're get like, it. Why? <laughs> yeah. And then it happened.
0: And then it happened. So I'm sitting up there, and then I I know I posted this to our story if you follow us on Instagram, but um, it was a really unique moment for me i I, I was able to keep myself dry and um i just watched this storm roll in it started to pour and you know the people watcher and me was getting some joy out of watching the panic because don't get me wrong like i would be out there panicking myself but once like you know a little light drizzle people were like oh it's raining that's strange and then once, like, the big Florida, like, pellets of rain started hitting, you see people, like, duck for cover. They're putting, like, their kids over their head to block them. I don't know. But they're they're putting, like, whatever they can over their their head to, to block the rain. And they're literally scurrying and running like like cockroaches when you turn the lights on, you know? Yes. Like, yeah. they're just running to find cover anywhere.
1: I forget that people don't expect that every day. Mm-hmm. And it's not like we're, we've lived here for a really long time. But to me, it's rain in Florida in the summer is, like, the holidays, it's going to be the same day every year. You don't, it, it's coming like it's going to happen. Why are you doing your Christmas shopping the night before? Like that rain is coming, yeah. but then again, you know, you have people from literally all over the world over. who it just doesn't register, so it's interesting,
0: yeah. Um, but you know, so if you're here in July, August, and September, June, July, August, September, it's gonna rain in the afternoon, it's gonna
1: rain guaranteed um,
0: right now as we record this there is a potential storm in the area so reba is curled up alongside you
1: oh no she's actually now she's in the hallway in between oh. the rooms in between oh us gosh. and she's she keeps giving me these dicey looks like why aren't we in the thunder closet
0: <laughs> i think the, the funny thing about us recording this podcast together is that we're in separate rooms in the house yes
1: <laughs> yes <laughs>
0: it's the way to do it i guess um, yeah, well, I mean, I'm I'm used to recording with someone on the screen. And even though we live together in the same house, we have two separate little setups.
1: Are you just missing Beth? I think that's what it is.
0: Sure. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, so, uh, anyway, point of all this is to say, you know, the rain can, can ruin your day in, in any park, especially maybe Magic Kingdom. But if you can, um, just try to find a way to enjoy it. And I just was sitting up there soaking it in, I guess, for the lack of a better phrasing. And then I waited out. I was up there for about a half an hour or so. I was doing, I'll be honest, playing a little Emoji Blitz while I was up there. But I um, was just watching the the storm clouds roll in and kind of people watching too and listening to the rain. Which now that I say this sounds kind of like fr- froofy. Fru-fru, fr- is that the word I'm looking for?
1: <laughs> I think um, it's a combo of the two words. Okay.
0: <laughs> anyway, uh, I-, I had a good time. So if you're looking for a more introspective Magic Kingdom Park experience, perhaps a little rainstorm in a balcony over... Overlooking the back of um, Cinderella Castle and True Fantasyland might so be the ticket. It actually was. I was by myself, so <laughs> listen, <laughs> romantic might not have been the word. But uh, if we were there, it would have been great. Oh. Oh, look at that. But then later in the day, um, I stopped over at the Grand Floridian to see uh, a co-worker real quick before um, she went on vacation because we had to talk about some work-related things. And... Um, while i was at the grand floridian i was looking out the this window of the rumor in some of the rooms in the new building or i guess the recently refurbished building uh, building 9 big pine key at the grand floridian include some offices believe it or not some of the rooms in there are actually offices and i was in one of them and uh through the uh, big sliding glass door i see the mouse go by and i knew that they were there i had messaged them there a few minutes before but i know they were running to catch a, a lightning lane so i didn't think i'd get to see them and then um, I thought it would be funny to slide open the door and shout shout out at them. I was like, um, "Excuse me, ladies!" Uh, <laughs> and they turned on. They were like, "What?" I was like, "I promise, I'm not creeping on you." <laughs> but um, and they were joking, like, "Do you even know the people you're in the room with?" And I was like, "Yes, these are my coworkers. All is cool here." But I just ended out my day with continuing to see people I didn't think I'd see that day. Starting out with Lewis uh, in the park and then ending. Um, With the mouse. So it was overall a great little like afternoon um, over Magic Kingdom and then ending at the Grand Floridian.
1: All good things. All good things.
0: All good things. So our big topic today is about one of uh, Disney's two water parks. Currently, Blizzard Beach is not operating. That's not super unusual, although maybe Mm. it's summertime. So it is. But there are certain times of the year where only one of the two parks is opening. Um, Right now it is Typhoon Lagoon. It's a question I get sometimes when I post the question, you know, the ask Beth and Greg thing. And um, sometimes people ask, is this worth it? Is that worth it? But I think um, we owe it to Typhoon Lagoon to talk about what we like about it, what we wish might be a little bit different. I also posted to our Instagram, um, those of you that have been able to travel there, visit there, what you like about it, you know, what would you recommend about going there? And I thought if we're going to talk about Typhoon Lagoon, I think it's only fitting that we get ourselves in the mood a little bit, just a little bit of... Ooh, aren't you already relaxed, everybody? Just follow me on a journey here, everybody. You decide to tiptoe yourself into a nice clear pool It's a river. It's actually more of a river. You plop you plop yourself into a tube, a little splash happens, a little bit of droplets of water get on your face, but you don't care you're on vacation. And then you're just cruising around this two thousand foot long river, staring at fake props with names on it that you don't know what they mean. You hear this music, and you're just relaxing. If you're driving, I'm sorry, I realize you might be falling asleep. So (sighs) Uh, that's a little uh, Laguna Laguna Beach. I'm having an MTV oh, wow. two, 2006 flashback. Oh, that's wow. a little Typhoon Lagoon um, uh, highlight for you. So um, what I'm hoping we can do here is talk about some of our pros, talk about some of our cons. I have a few like notes and some things we've experienced, maybe some pointers I could offer you. And I got some fun facts as well as some comments that were submitted by um, some of you that follow us on Instagram. So I'm curious to hear, uh, maybe we'll we'll leave it to the end if we're going to give the full stamp of approval if we think Typhoon Lagoon is worth it or not. I think at this point it might be obvious <laughs> how we <laughs> feel about it, but yes. still. So um, where do you want to start? You want to start with some of the things you like about it, with your pros?
1: I want to start with some pros.
0: Okay. So okay. you tell me, what's first on your list?
1: So first on my list... Um, of course, wallet wallet motivated, food motivated, all those types of things. So number one is that tickets are much cheaper than a one-day theme park ticket. Okay. So right now the going rate is $69 for an adult, which is considered to be anybody 10 years of age and older, and $63 for children between the ages of three and nine. It's even cheaper if you purchase a ticket with a blockout date, like blockout date restrictions. So that already is chopping your day of fun price in half just yeah, about
0: it's about half yep and um, if you're wondering so if you're if you're weighing that option out like okay it is half the the cost basically is it half the day it's certainly a portion of the day because right now the operating hours for uh, this water park is 10 a.m to 7 p.m so you know it's not quite a full day but the difference is you're going to be like super tired because you're out you're like out in the sun on this one yeah so keep that in mind
1: yeah.
0: um my first i don't think i ranked my pros um i th- i think it's important to start with like the the fun aspects of it right okay. so admi- admission's a little lower than a, a theme park but what are you going to do while you're in there is the 69 dollars plus tax For the adult to 60 something dollars for the kid worth it what are we all going to do together Um, one thing i can say for sure is that there are plenty of quote rides here right there are a lot of slides where you're just you know no tube which is body slides Um, but there are so many different types that i think all thrill levels will be okay and i'm glad you're here because beth has a higher threshold for thrill than you do but like i'm a little closer to beth than i am you you're certainly on the low end of thrill right
1: my my peak thrill is pirates that's it that's pirates is, of the, caribbean, that, and magic pirates of the kingdom, caribbean yeah pirates at magic kingdom that's that's peak that's okay. we're having a good day drop
0: i hope not just like you know that, by the, the fire scene at the end
1: this yeah the the everything that's okay. the whole experience is peak, right so
0: so and when we go there we go on stuff together we go on the misadventure falls right we even did yes. crush and gusher together um, and that's one on, my, <laughs> one on my list here because if you're not familiar with Crush and Gusher, they kind of like title it or refer to it as a as a water park roller coaster. So obviously you, you climb upstairs to get to the top of it. By the way, you're going to get your steps in today no matter what mm-hmm. if you go to Typhoon Lagoon. But you go up to the top, you know, you, you sit down on your tube and as you go down a couple of drops – um, at the bottom of that is basically, let's just say, a giant water fountain that pushes you up. If you've seen it on YouTube, you know what I'm talking about. It's great if you if you need to have, like, the back of your head blasted by water to the <laughs> point where your sunglasses <laughs> fly off of your face.
1: Love that. Or, I need that every now and then. Or it
0: creates, like, a pantsing moment where it just makes your bathing suit fly off. But Stop that. So far, that hasn't happened to me, but I guess you never know. So it, basically, it catapults you back up the same way a lift would in a roller coaster, right? So that you yes. can continue to have a longer ride of more drops. So um, we did that together, um, not the last time we went, but the time before that, so maybe six weeks or so now, maybe two months now at this point. And you
1: made it. You survived. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I had actually already done it with my brother when he came to visit maybe a few weeks before that, so it wasn't my first round on the crushing Gusher, but okay. um, I so I was prepared.
0: Prepared. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's closer to the higher thrill for rides that involve a tube. Yeah. Um, there are other, uh, you know, t- uh, body slides there that probably have more of a thrill, but I'm not really a body slide type of person. I know you aren't really either, no. uh, but there are plenty to choose from. The other uh, ride I wanted to mention that I think is a huge pro is Misadventure Falls, because if you've ever been on those large family raft rides, it's like that, except it's a smaller, let's say more intimate tube. So when we go, it's just me and you, we don't have to sit with other people um it, it fits i believe two to four adults two to
1: four yeah yeah
0: and it's great there aren't like super big drops but it's still fun right like you're you're going yes. kind of fast but it's smooth yes. and there's not big drops but obviously you're banking up the sides of walls and stuff there are a few waterfalls along the way
1: and if you get and caught and, backwards uh, yeah
0: yes the last <laughs> time we went you were caught backwards before <laughs> that i went back we went on it twice right and i think both times i was backwards
1: you were backwards both times <sighs>
0: Yeah, so like that—that's—that's that's what we're talking about when we talk about thrill. I would put that closer to medium level of thrill, whereas yes. Crush and Gusher, in terms of water park rides, go that's higher, on the on the threshold of thrill. So my main point here is that there are rides for all levels. This doesn't even include talk about like the kids splash zone and stuff like mm-hmm. they're just gonna have a field day over there by itself. But if your kids are like slightly older, you know, like they're above the splash zone, age, um, these are the types of rides where I think the whole family can go on that that kind of thing. I think yes. that's. One of the great pros of Typhoon Lagoon.
1: That was actually one of the pros that I had, too. One of the gripes that I have about going to, uh, like, Harry Potter World is that all of the attractions are thrill attractions. Yes. And there's nothing that's, like, family-friendly in the sense that, like, Other than walking through the castle, you can't do that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So I'm really glad that this is a place. I know we're comparing apples and oranges here, but I'm really glad that this is a place where everybody can take part in it, even if it's just sitting in the water at the very, very edge of the wave pool. Like, everybody can do something. So that was one of the pros that I had, too. I'm glad you brought that up.
0: That's a good point. You're right. If you don't want to get smacked down by a six foot wave, you just hang out toward the end and you get like a little mm-hmm. bit. Right. And something yeah. um, we noticed the last time we went, obviously at the entrance, the wave the entrance to the wave pool is humongous. Right. If you ever look at a park map, yes. it almost looks like the entire park is the wave pool. And there's just some stuff around it. That's mm-hmm. basically what it is. Um, but those waves come all the way out to the shore. And then there are some seats where you could still be sitting down and what is essentially like a beach chair and then there's a little bit of a wall behind you, so that the people who are like lounging on the on the actual sand don't get hit with the wave. But you can even be sitting down, and still like experiencing a few waves as they roll in,
1: yes. um,
0: from from the wave pool. So there really is opportunity, you know, a lot of opportunity for everyone to uh, enjoy. Um, Let's talk about another attraction at the park. And I was kind of like maybe putting you in the mood by talking about the Lazy River. But (laughs) I do want to jump into the Lazy River, uh, pun intended, I guess, because it's gigantic. Uh, We'll talk about, you know, some of the measurements of it in a minute. And, you know, as far as Lazy Rivers go, it, it really promotes laziness. I don't know. So you're hanging out on the tube. You hear some Beach Boys. Sometimes with problematic lyrics like two girls for every guy. I don't know about That's that.
1: That's one of the things that I had for my cons. Can uh, you stop? No, I didn't read your list. <laughs>
0: um, but anyway, you know sometimes things don't age well, but um anyway, you get to go around the big giant lazy river. It encircles the whole park. Obviously there are things on the other side of it, but I mean it's it's basically the perimeter of the park. And you just really get to relax. And, you know, you get to do, actually get to do a bunch of things. You get to relax, you get to people watch, you potentially get to get soaking wet because there are different, you know, different parts of the Lazy River are themed differently. Um, You know, there's obviously an overall theme to the park, but as you're going around, there are some props, there's some, like, um, abandoned uh, ships and things. You'll see, you know, you'll see if you ever get there yourself. But obviously there are, other things to engage you so there are some fountains that are like shooting at your face that you have to try to dodge or you start to go into the cave and as you enter that you have the big giant waterfall that like might actually take your top down like it's the water <laughs> yes. force is strong <laughs> and when we were there i think the last the um, not the last time we were there but the time before that i was you know in my tube the normal way like where i was like sitting in it and i remember like when i got underneath that waterfall the the force of the water was so strong that it kept me there. Like, the flow of the water was no longer able to move me because the weight of the water was keeping me there. I remember having to put my hands in the water to try to, like, you know, paddle myself away. And it happened to someone else. I thought it was just me. And then this last time we went, I was watching it. The person who went before you did, the like, the exact same thing happened. So... You can go around it, but it's a it's a fun uh, game to play with whomever you're with. If they're like kind of nervous about it, you can pretend you're not going to send them in it, and then like last minute, you push them into it. That's, That's what really my brother does.
1: He literally will <laughs> grab my tube at the last minute and just hold me there on it. Yeah. It's so, and I know it's coming too, yes. but it's so funny every time. And
0: yet it happens.
1: <laughs> um.
0: So, lazy river, big thumbs up. I would imagine the lazy river falls on your pros too. Um oh, I love because it because we have a great time there. We did yes. it three times the last time we went.
1: Yes. and is three and, trips. Yes. And I want to talk about how the on the on on the third trip around the Lazy River, there were no tubes. So it was a very busy day and there were literally no tubes available. And at first I was kind of bummed like, oh, this is so awkward. I'm going to have to walk around this whole thing while mm-hmm. everybody else is sitting in tubes. Because I've been to other water parks in the past where you're not allowed to do the Lazy River unless you're on a tube. You can't mm-hmm. get out of it. So once I realized that there were other people without tubes, I decided to have some fun. And I went from walking to doggy paddling around <laughs> the lazy river and then kind of like doing the tickle T push move <laughs> that you learn yeah. in swim lessons.
0: <laughs> and
1: uh, I had the best time. So if there was ever an opportunity for you to do the lazy river where you swim it, I had the, that was the best. I, can't, I literally said to my brother next time he comes to visit, we're doing the lazy river without tubes. It's so fun.
0: I can I can vouch for that. You were having the best time of your life. I I was, I was in the tube being lazy, and you were having the best the best time. <laughs> so that's a little lazy river talk. Oh, I got a bunch of things on my pros list here. Next is the mountain trail for me. I I assume, of course, <laughs> I I can see your reaction. No one else can. Your hands getting thrown up in the air. But listen, um, of course we're gonna have some overlap, but probably some different. Um, perspective because my main thing that I want to mention about this mountain trail is the elevated footbridge so there's like the you know the little bit um before you get to that but you get to go to the top of this thing and you get to look out over the park so at this point when you get to the top of it you're on the other side of the wall where the waves are created and the um the big abandoned ship or the broken down ship is still behind you but you get to overlook the park um, with a little bit of obstructions but either way uh, it's cool up there, and I think a lot of times guests are out there because they think it's the line for an attraction because it does kind of blend a little bit on one yes, side. Yes, it does. But what do you, how do you feel about the mountain trail?
1: I like the mountain trail because it's, a, it, it's something that I can do that doesn't involve going on a ride. Like if I want to take a break and dry off for a little bit, I can still have like fun in the sun and... And do water park related things. But it gives me an opportunity to take in the scenery more. Like you said. There's a lot of really pretty flowers along the trail. You get to get close to. I thought the name of the ship was Typhoon Tilly. Wasn't that the name of the ship? At the top? It's
0: it's in my fun facts. It is Miss Tilly. Yes, Miss Tilly, yeah.
1: Um. So I like doing that. I like being that close to it. And I just think it's. Like you said. It blends in with one of the attraction lines. But. There's hard I, – I I've only ever done it once where there's someone else on the trail. And I mm-hmm. also think it's nice because there are little, like – I don't want to say waterfalls, but for lack of a better word, little waterfalls. Yeah. So you can still, like, get your feet wet and stuff like that. It's oh, it's just so fun. It's like a little hidden gem, in my opinion. Yes.
0: Yeah, agreed. Um, The times I've done it with you, there wasn't anyone else up there. And, yeah, they're not waterfalls in the sense that, like, you're going to get soaked. They're, like, kind of creeks. So, so you have some yeah. water cascading, cascading down side of that mountain which you basically yeah, like a
1: running. running stream
0: yeah um it is it's very relaxing up there it is hot because there's no shade up there because you know you're in the middle of a water park they can't really put a lot of trees in there because there'd be leaves in the in the rides right or in the water so just keep that in mind but it is is really peaceful up there you have anything else in your pros
1: list i sure do i have a oh, lot okay. of things oh my okay. god okay okay so one of the things that i put in is that you still get disney theming which is all out theming and potentially even a Stitch meet and greet, but without having to go to a park, which yep. I think is really cool. You get a character meet and greet if you're lucky, and which we were once. We saw, we happened to be walking back, I think, from like eating. And yep. Stitch was there with literally no line, giving out free hugs.
0: <laughs> free hugs.
1: And I love Stitch. Stitch is top five for me. So that was awesome.
0: Yeah. And um, obviously you're wet because you're at a water park and sister did not mind. He was like, come did, on over. Yeah. and all. And yeah. he, took, he took the hug. Yeah,
1: He sure did.
0: Um, I have on here fun music, which I've been playing in the background a little bit. Some nondescript surfing music playing in the background. Um, the music's played everywhere. It's not just in the Laser River. You hear it when you're sitting in your chair somewhere. You just get to hear it all over. Um, that's just a small one. But a bigger one is the food. So you know what? Yes. Yes, it is a water park. And they don't have any sit-down restaurants because, again, right. it is a water park. Um, they have two kind of more robust-menued quick-service locations than a smaller quick-service locations, so then if you counter-service, you know, like, you walk up and get something, and there is no seating because it's meant to just to be a walk-up. But the um, the larger ones, the Leaning Palms and Typhoon and Tilly's, are the ones that I like. And last time you we went, you and I both ate at um, Leaning Palms, which is funny, by the way, because I'm sure you've noticed, but the sign, like, the main, like, entrance to the restaurant is leaning like a like a leaning palm wood it is described as american food but it's not boring not to say all american food is boring but if you hear american food for a quick service location at a park you probably assume it's hot dogs hamburgers chicken you know chicken tenders and although there is a burger available um, my go-to dish there is the jerk shrimp rice bowl Um, it's caribbean jerk seasoned shrimp rice peas roasted corn and sweet plantains And it's so good. And one of the reasons I get it is that it's not the type of dish that weighs me down. I feel like that's a phrase I say often, but it's important to me because I want to like have energy to continue with my day. And it's not unhealthy, right? You're talking rice and shrimp here. This is not a big greasy um, deep fried. Again, nothing wrong with greasy and deep fried. It's not what I'm looking for when I'm at a water park when I'm probably like very sweaty and I've been (laughs) exposed to the sun and I don't really want anything to weigh me down. So that's why I like this dish. But there are a lot of similar... Um, similarly flavored dishes like this one. So if food is your hang up or if you're not quite sold on it, you're like, well, I don't want to have to be, you know, I don't want to go there and then also have to kind of like compromise my lunch or dinner or whatever time you're eating. I think there's some good food options for you.
1: I wanted to add to your food comment because this was in two, like two different parts of my pro section. One is that mobile ordering, at least at Leaning Palms, has just hit, which is awesome especially if you are someone like myself who uh avoids some of the most common food allergies so there is for people who are gluten-free like me there is an allergy section and you can order gluten-free food right there on my Disney experience and you don't have to go up to the counter and do the I have a food allergy, yes. which is which is the impression that Greg does of me every time I have to go up to a I, cast uh, member.
0: I have a food allergy. It's I... gluten and mushrooms. Mushrooms. And I was thinking about having the, the cheeseburger with french
1: fries, please. <laughs> I'm laughing because that's literally what I get everywhere yeah. we go, and that's how I have to say it. Yeah, Are there I any know. other allergies? No, two no. is enough for me. Like yes. That's the joke. So mobile ordering is there, at least at Leading Palms. I'm not too sure about Typhoon Tilly's yet.
0: It is. It's at at the three quick service. Oh, really? Those two and then the hot dog place. I can't think of the name of it. Sorry. But yeah, it's at all three places now.
1: Okay, cute. And then the other thing that I wanted to mention is if you are looking to be a a little bit more budget friendly, do what I've done in the past, which is bring your own lunch. You can bring your own food, your own snacks, and your own non-alcoholic beverages Alcohol is not permitted in the park unless you purchase it there at the water park. Um, but I can't tell you how many times I've packed up a cold cut sandwich and a bag of chips and a big jug of water, grabbed a book, and just gone there and hung out. It's so fun. So don't feel like you have to spend money if you're trying to, you know, pack a little bit less of a punch on the wallet. It's a great it's a great opportunity to bring some fun food.
0: You know you can bring your own food to the parks, like the theme parks. It's no different at the water park. I, uh, I pack my little lunch bag full of stuff, right? I got some ice packs in there. I know I always bring water. I usually bring some type of fruit or something to keep it relatively healthy. So I bring snacks as well to supplement my meal. Um, So absolutely bring your own food. That is a great pro. Oh, can we stay on the topic of food for just one more moment? Because they have freaking mini donuts, which are excellent. They're like freshly prepared. They're fried right there. They are topped with sugar, like the good kind of like crystally sugar, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Not, not powdered sugar, because that would kind of get like, uh, I don't Melty. know, kind of pasty. Yeah. It's like, it's the good sugar. The good sugar, by the way, the title of my autobiography. And um, <laughs> I got the uh, side, I think it was, I can't remember if it's raspberry or strawberry, because I know we got strawberry when we went to Portland. It Orleans. was
1: raspberry the first It was raspberry.
0: Time. Okay. Um, the raspberry dipping sauce. So basically, it's kind of like a make-your-own or a deconstructed jelly donut, but excellent right like they're warm but not in a bad way because you kind of want that sometimes you want a warm donut but they're not yeah. hot to where like i'm oh my god i'm sweating and i'm eating a hot donut um, but when you and i um, went there that time when i got the donuts, so two trips ago when i got the donuts i just kind of sat out over the ledge that's near the the snack shack or whatever it's called so as you enter the park the donuts are off on your left and there's like a little snack hut or something on your right um, but they have a, a little eating area there at the snack place and And one of, it's basically like a bar almost, uh, like a bar top kind of a thing. You know, it's like a high top table that spans the perimeter of the little deck that you're on. So you overlook the lazy river. So I'm sitting there eating my donuts. You get to do a little extra people watching. And that was nice for me. Um, I have one small little thing left on my pros. Then I'll be done with my pros list. And that there are some hidden Mickey's. So um, just like you mentioned you get some some theming some of the theming there is Disney. You see a hidden Mickey when you're on the laser river. There's a very obvious hidden Mickey made out of some tubes. And there are some other like kind of planted things here and there that you kind of have to keep your eyes peeled for. All right, what's what else is on your pros list?
1: The last thing on my pros list is that if you are looking to do something Disney but are needing a day off from the parks option, I think this is a really great Thing to do. I happen to have a role where I'm on my feet all the time. So on my days off, I'm not looking to track around a park, especially in the heat. And that's why I love going to Typhoon because one, there's a ton of seating all around the water park. A lot of people will just kind of like jam up right there in the front by leaning palms and the wave pool, which makes sense and is a great place to sit. But if you put in the extra steps at the beginning of your day, there is plenty of seating in the back and a lot of it was really empty. So if you're looking to still get like a nice vibe, you know, you said with the music and have some good food, but also just like, you know, cool it for the day.
0: Did you say the music?
1: The music. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I love about it, is that this okay. can be like a day off, but you're still doing something. You're not in the, you know, resort room wishing you were doing something else. You're still yeah. actively doing something, but can be resting.
0: Absolutely. Um, I have a couple of like notes of things. Okay. Do you want me to talk about those before we do some cons? Or do you want to? Jump no, into I want to jump
1: right into the cons.
0: She wants to jump into the cons. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: My first con, first thing that came to mind is, and this might sound a little silly because I know it's a water park, but... There are only outdoor seating options. That's for what I said. Oh, you have the same thing. So <laughs> again, I know that they probably don't want guests coming in, you know, wet, slipping and sliding on an, in an on an indoor thing. Because even their gift shop, their the retail location, although covered, um, doesn't have any doors. You just walk in and out, mm-hmm. and there's still some air conditioning in there. But you know what I'm saying, right? Like it's yes. it's indoors, it's but it's air. like barely indoors. Yeah, it's open air. So there are covered places to eat. Um, it's just that. You know, sometimes when I'm eating, that's when I like to not be hot and sweaty so I can enjoy my food and and I guess kind of like recharge, right? Like when we're in the parks, part of the benefit to popping into Columbia Harbor House to eat is those, you know, 20, 30, 40 minutes, however long we're in there, eating, some of that's relaxing time, right? Like we get Mm -hmm. to our body temperature gets to cool down. You just have my fan on. I'm not sweating. So that when I go back out, it's kind of like starting over. There is no starting over when you sit down and eat. It's just a continuation of the hot hot heat.
1: Yeah. Well, that and if it's raining too, you know, if you know it's going to be a brief shower and not like a day ending thunderstorm, there's Mm -hmm. nowhere to go. I mean, I know you're already wet from the ride, but there's something different about choosing to get wet on a water ride than not being able to escape the rain.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. What's your what's your next con?
1: My next. okay, so my thing is this is this is like first-world problem right if you don't pack your own towels you have to pay to rent them so I yep. looked it up and it says that it's a cost of two dollars per towel to rent but if you're anything like me I require two to three towels just for <laughs> myself <laughs> and I bring my own beach towels so I know a lot of people are traveling to Disney World and aren't locals and I'm sure that you don't really want to waste luggage space packing beach towels um, I'm sure you could also bring towels from your resort, but then you have less towels back in the room when you want to go home and shower and you have to remember to bring them back, that kind of thing. So I guess that could be a con if you're really not looking to incur any additional charges throughout the day um, and and not, you know, wanting to have to rent a towel. But on that would be. right. right? Uh, like yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you don't get to keep it. So oh, yeah. I don't want to pay. I don't want to pay to rent something I can't keep.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, my I only have three cons. So my second con was, unlike the theme parks, there are no wait times listed in the app. So you can oh. see the attractions, but I don't necessarily want to haul my cookies across the park just to find out it's like a 30 or 40-minute wait on something. Oh, yeah. When, you know, I would kind of want to wait to see if it, if it gets a little lower. I will say, generally speaking, the wait times aren't bad at this park. And I know, like, we tend to... Go early and leave before it gets like super busy that's just our park strategy and we don't go really on
1: weekends yeah. anywhere
0: yeah I he, that's never. on the list of my like uh my tips and or notes or experiences coming up I do want to share some of those but obviously if you're traveling and maybe you don't have a park ticket and you can only go on a Saturday or Sunday that's that's fine you know you gotta you gotta just kind of know where you're getting yourself into go mm-hmm. early go, gotta early go there and for sit park the park open back. yeah but if you can swing it go on a weekday but then again I would say go on a weekday no matter what you're doing, whether it's this park, any of the four theme parks, Disney Springs, like anything is always better on a weekday. Sure. Um, Without the maybe possible exception, the week of uh, Christmas to New Year's. Everything is a Saturday. Every day is a Saturday for like a week and a half over there. Don't go. So, um, yeah, I just, I wish that the wait times were listed. And I I get, like, I kind of get why because it's not quite the same type of attraction, but I just would, I would, uh, I would appreciate it.
1: Yeah. I have two other cons. Okay. Now, one of these cons, I don't know if you're going to want to keep in, but um, so one of my cons is that security screening here is very relaxed, and I'm mm-hmm. not thrilled about that, especially my probably one of my biggest things is that I feel safe when I go to a Disney park, partially because I know that there is like, in close security yeah, and like clothes. plain yep. clothes security too. So, and and the security measures when you first enter the park, everybody walks through the body scanners. There's none of that at Typhoon Lagoon. There's no like if you bring a cooler, they're gonna check it to make sure you're not bringing booze into the park. But that's it. And I I feel kind of funny saying it, but it's it's if you've been there before, you know that there's no security. So I don't like that, um, and I would prefer that they took the additional measures like they do in the park to make sure everybody is secure and happy because in the immortal words of mary kate and ashley nobody likes to fight in a bikini <laughs> oh my
0: god! whose idea was to invite you on to this was,
1: hello passport to paris that's a great reference
0: it is a great reference because you know that's where beth is at some point in this trip. oh
1: oh my god yeah that's perfect she has
0: her own little passport to parents um, <laughs> yeah bringing it all together thank you for that I, yes um, my one last con. Oh, did you want to show your last? Con? I
1: have one more con.
0: It's Didi Khan from uh, no, Greece. Uh,
1: oh my gosh! I wish. Um, no, there's no damn Typhoon Lagoon merchandise <laughs> anywhere. A girl just wants to buy a keychain. I don't know. The only thing that I've been able to find the last couple of trips there is like one of those little kids, like those wet, know, wet like a rash shirts. guard. Is that what? Those yeah, are rash called? guard, yeah. and it says Typhoon Lagoon. Literally, not a beach towel not a pin, nothing, nothing that says Typhoon Lagoon on it. The only thing I can find is general park merchandise and stuff that says Blizzard Beach on it. <laughs> so I understand, again, a first world problem, but that's a con. I I want to spend money.
0: I get it. It's weird. When we go in that gift shop, it's it's just, it's they have a monorail towel. You know, it's I'm like, talking what's about, going like, on? What's
1: what going heck? on here?
0: You can't take a monorail to Typhoon Lagoon. Um, but one last con is kind of gross. So... I know you and I have talked about this. I'm surprised you didn't mention it, but maybe you thought it was weird. But here I am, uh, Mr. Weird. So I I know why this exists, and I don't really know what the solution is, but it's not up to me to figure out a solution. When you're on the lazy river and you're going underneath the footbridges, so where people – obviously people have to cross over the lazy river because as you enter the park, you know it's on the perimeter, so you have to walk over it. But people are wet. So obviously the water drips off of them and then like down their legs and their feet – and then obviously it collects on these bridges and then eventually it drops on you while yes. you're going by relaxing Disgusting. relaxing yourself in the lazy river. And I just don't want to be relaxing while I have other people's toe sludge falling on me um, on there. So if they could find a way to catch the water and disperse it, would appreciate it.
1: I think someone would argue that you're literally no, no, no. in a lazy river where yes. everybody's entire body sludge yeah. is hanging out well, you and know you're where it out doesn't of water. Hit me.
0: It doesn't hit me in the face. There's something about knowing the exact, like seeing the source of it is what the problem is, right? Uh, like you're going under it and you know it's that couple of beads of water are going over someone's hairy toes. So you just
1: prefer then, not to see the source. Ignorance yeah, I, is bliss. I know
0: that the water touches everyone's butt. Right? Like I'm okay. I understand that when we're in the wave pool. <laughs> but that's a contract that I sign when I get into that wave pool.
1: I don't want them like... squirting
0: it into my eyeball. You get know what I'm saying?
1: That's People where I pay I'm for at that.
0: Yeah, that's true. I buy paying to have someone put their toe <laughs> water on my face. Um, okay. I do want to get into a couple of fun facts and then okay. some experiences on this. Okay, some fun facts. The park itself is 61 acres large. So it's a big old park. Castaway Creek, which is the official name of the Lazy River, that is the perimeter of the park, is over 2,000 feet long. So, I don't know. Would you say it's like a 15-minute round trip? I, you know what? Before I, we answer that, kind of the nice thing about this park is I don't know what freaking time it is. No. right? Like, you're not really there. You don't have to get yourself to a lightning lane or anything. No. You're just relaxing. Just so, chilling. If I had to guess, though, I would say like 15, 20 minutes max. For think, a full circle, you think? Yeah,
1: probably. Okay. Oh, and each stop is something landing. Just so you know, for those no, why, of you who are why directionally, just
0: that. Why don't you share be, that?
1: Because when I was there once by myself, I was like, oh, okay, I'm gonna remember where I got on because it's. Fill in the blank landing. I can't remember what the word was. Yeah. But then I was going around and was like, oh, okay, landing. This is the one I I got on at, so I'm going to get off. And I was on the opposite end of the park. (laughs) So on a a later trip, I realized that they're all called something landing. So you know what? Someone out there is going to appreciate that hot yes, tip. Yes,
0: you learned the lesson <laughs> for the sake of everyone else, and we all yes. appreciate it.
1: Yeah, yeah. They're all, all called something landing. Yes. So just remember the first word.
0: The back section where you and I sat. So if you're walking mm-hmm. into the park and you're looking to be in a little more secluded area, you make a right. So you don't even go over the laser River. You make a right. You're going to pass the snack shack on your left, the locker rooms and stuff on your right. Did not go in the locker rooms. Don't need to see any grown men naked. I went past that. You eventually pass Crush and Gusher on your left, Misadventure falls, and you keep going. You go past Typhoon Tilly's, and there's a bar back there, too. I know I didn't mention much about the bars, but there's, a few, there's at least two bars around uh, this park. And then in the back, there's like a sunken submarine back there. That's where it's at. So if you don't mind, uh, obviously, you're kind of in the back, so every time you want to go do something, you have a couple extra steps. But even though we were behind a giant tour group who we thought were going to infiltrate what we considered to be our sacred space back there. Um, <laughs> even though they were all there, they, there was still half, like half of it was still empty. I was surprised to see how empty it still was, even though they set up camp there. And we were in like the true back corner where there's, I guess, like an unknown bathroom. And the reason why I say yes. that is there's single person bathrooms. So like there's yes. just a little bit more comfort in there. Um, and we were all in the shade. We were underneath like a covering back there. And then you can always step out if you wanted to, to get some sun. Um, by the way, wear some black because that's important. But
1: well, it was Hammerhead um, Fred's. Hammerhead Fred's Dive Bar is I okay. think the name of the place. A dive
0: where... Bar. You get it everybody? Because we're in a big old <gasps> Oh water yeah, park. you're
1: right. Oh, that's um, funny.
0: As far as the wave pool goes, the waves are at select times. so they go for ninety minutes and then they turn off for thirty and then they repeat. The chart or like the schedule for the waves are posted. So as you enter the park, just take a look at some of the signs. You know, when you enter you either have to go left or right once you've crossed over the river. Um, There's a bunch of signs that let you know what time the waves are. I imagine they're the same day-to-day, but if it's your first time, you might want to check that out so you don't miss it. The park open works similar to the theme park, so they let you into the gate. I think it was around 10 to 15 minutes before the park open time, and then you get queued up into the different areas, right? So you can only get so far, and then, like, the actual park is roped off. Just an FYI, I still recommend getting there early, just like I would recommend anywhere as early as your party can get there, the better. Um, you can mobile order, like we talked about, which is great. You can't mobile order at the donuts, the ice cream, or the, the snack shack, but the quick service places, you can. Castaway Creek, that's the lazy river, has been voted the number one lazy river in a few different publications or, like, review websites, including Yelp. So it's a, it's popular, and it actually is a well-rated lazy river. The last thing I want to talk about is just what I brought with me. I feel like it's worth talking about, Sure. you know, what did you pack? Because I want to make sure I'm prepared. So obviously pack what you normally would pack for for your own self. But in terms of water park stuff, just like you mentioned, didn't want to have to rent towels, packed my own towels, packed Sunblock. I did uh, bring water shoes and don't care if you think they're dorky, they are clutch because the when we went the first time in you this year, I didn't have anything, you know, walked around barefoot and like my feet felt so funny. They weren't like ir- I guess kinda irritated, right? Because when you walk up. around, yeah, roughed up, roughed and, whatever. up and it's
1: hot. Yes. The pavement is hot. The
0: pavement does get very hot. So the water shoes completely um, got rid of that problem. And they weren't expensive. They were about 20 bucks on Amazon. Um, I don't mind posting a link to them in the uh, episode description. I don't get anything out of that. This is not an influence situation. No, I just Go like to the them.
1: Dollar Tree and get a pair if you con- yeah. this it's going to be a one-time use. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, I also packed a few empty Ziploc bags to put stuff in that I might not realize I needed to keep dry. So as an example, when I wanted to go get some food... Um, or if I wanted to keep like my credit card and license and stuff, I mean, all you know, those things can get wet, but I didn't want to have to worry about them getting wet and like trying to dry them off when was going to go use them. So I just put them a little Ziploc bag and put them in my pocket. And, uh, when I went on, um, the lazy river, I brought my phone on one of the two trips and I brought the wrong size bag, which is my mistake. But my goal was to put it in there if it went under the waterfalls and stuff, cause I wanted to grab some pictures and video, but I also didn't want to ruin my phone. I know that phones are water resistant and mine is but like i don't think going under the big giant waterfall is quite what they mean when they say water resistant
1: yeah
0: um so pack things like that and i mentioned i packed a cooler of drinks and stuff um and i always brought like a, just some extra clothes just like, like a quick extra pair of socks and a t-shirt just in case mm-hmm. nothing big and some snacks so that's just some of the stuff i uh I packed for myself
1: i also recommend bringing chapstick with spf in it because mm. your lit your lips are so sensitive so it's important if you want to avoid getting a sun blister. Pack that chapstick with SPF, and also there's a dip and dot station. Yeah, to mention that. Good
0: old. <laughs> I had to throw it in there before that. I
1: forgot. I know it's a non sequitur yeah. there, but.
0: So our topic is called "Is Disney's Typhoon Lagoon Worth It?" and I'm gonna say personally, I think it's worth it, and I assume yeah. you're the same way.
1: Absolutely.
0: And it's a decision you have to make, right? Is it is it worth the $60, let us just say $70 a person for you? Um, are you going to get out of it what you want? And that value that you find, right? Like what is it that you're looking yes. for? That's up to you to decide. So hopefully with some of the information uh, we provided or some of our own opinions or perspectives on this helped you weigh out um, where you land. But um, I personally would recommend it. Yes. it's different, right? I mean, it's we so grew up, fun. you and I grew up with a major water park. on long island there's like it's like top five of the country so Mm
1: -hmm.
0: it's you know even growing up with like a a premier water park i still love going here right like it's just such a cool vibe and they do a really good job of the theming
1: and it's clean it's clean clean. i don't get i don't do public pools but i will i will do disney pools and i will do this water park and Um, i'm picky
0: and there's nothing wrong with that, right? You're spending the money; you should be picky. By the way, three million gallons of water in that wave pool, if you're wondering, and the wave heights hit about six feet. So you weigh that out whether you know whether you want to get in there or not. But you can always wait towards the uh, the beginning of the pool. Um, before we hop out of Typhoon Lagoon mode, I do just I just have to offer one thing. Since Beth is not here to I don't know shoot it down, I think we owe it to ourselves. When we're talking about Typhoon Lagoon being outside in the sun, it just reminds me of this old gem. Beth hates this song, and I get to play it now that she's not here. We're doing a full chorus.
1: Here.
0: I love how desperate he sounds.
1: people. Hot, 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 hot. what do I like this. Is it sweet? I can't resist. Nope, Win-
0: oh, that's all. That's all you get. So that's Typhoon Lagoon. If you do wind up going there, uh, let us know um, how you feel about it because we did hear some... Um, some of you did respond to how you feel about it. Molly says the overall vibes is just chef's kiss. Ooh. Jelly, um... Loves the atmosphere, the rides, the break from the crowds, all good stuff. Max, who I finally got to meet in person the other day. You might remember him on one of our cast member chat episodes. He likes the relaxing vibes, the lazy river, and the rare water park ride with an animatronic. Misadventures Fall does feature an animatronic. Sometimes she's asleep, sometimes not. Um, No big deal. Um, Leah, lots of water slides for younger kids. My two and four-year-olds love them. That's good to know. Lots of responses for the Lazy River seems to be the crowd pleaser. Kelsey, just like you, Nicole, loves meeting Stitch when it's possible. Yes. Lauren loves the humunga Cowabunga slide, which is fun to say. And um, we also had someone comment about the H2O Glow Night, basically a different topic here. Oh, yeah. But um, they did say it's just the right amount of time. It's a no sunburn situation, low lines music. So this is an after hours event that takes place at this park. So we it's everything you and I just talked about. Yes. Add an element to it.
1: Mmm. Put it on the list.
0: Put it on the list. Now, that is a separate ticketed event. um, Offhand, I don't know what the price of that is, but that's something you'd be able to find. It's on the general Disney website. Um, And you're able to enter at a certain time, and it's throughout the night. Obviously, it's called H2O Glow Night. No news nuggets this week. So we'll jump right in to some Disney history, as always, brought to you in partnership with the Mouselet's You can head over to their website, TheMouseSuits.com, and check out their cool Disney-inspired merch. And, of course, on TikTok and Instagram for their daily Disney information. Okay, what's your history item today?
1: So, I like to highlight fellow females whenever I get a chance to. Okay. So, today's first little history nug is about actress Verna Felton. Any relation to Tom Felton, I don't know. Okay, She was born this week in 1890, which oh, I know boy. sounds forever ago. But Verna is best known for providing many female voices in numerous Disney animated films. Okay. So in Dumbo, she was Mrs. Jumbo. In Cinderella, she was the fairy godmother. Oh. In Alice in Wonderland, she was the queen of hearts. Really? In Lady and the Tramp, she was Aunt Sarah. Ooh. Sleeping Beauty, she was Flora. And in the Jungle Book, she was Winifred the Elephant. Isn't that so cool?
0: All those like classic Disney movies. Yeah.
1: So Verna Felton is her name. You go, girl.
0: You go, Verna.
1: You go, go, Verna.
0: (laughs) Since you're a guest, why don't you do two history items and I'll forego my history item this week.
1: Okay. So you're going to understand in just a sec why I picked this one. Okay. So also this week, but in 1951... My lover boy, Donald Duck, had his 101st cartoon debut. Oh. The Donald Duck short Lucky Number was released, and in it... Okay, so here's the thing. I went and watched it. You can watch it on YouTube. Donald wins a car from a radio sweepstake, and he mishears the information that he thinks he didn't win, but Huey, Dewey, and Louie hear it. And they realize that he has one, and they try and convince him to go down to the radio station to claim the prize, which is a car, and he won't do it. So they have to try and, like, take a car that needs, coincidentally, needs gasoline to get to the radio station to get his Donald's prize-winning car. (laughs) But Donald won't gas up the car, so one of the nephews dresses up as a hot woman to seduce (laughs) him into putting gas in their car for free so he can go. <laughs> what? I know that was a long story for a history nug, but like, so I watched it and I was like, "Thank God I watched this before talking about it because oh this is." Oh my goodness! You know what? He and I will just have to discuss that later on. It was in the past though, and there's no other woman except for me, so it's okay. okay. It was Good. so It was 1951. It's Times were different. Forever ago.
0: Times were different back then. Who knows? <laughs> well, thank you for your history. Uh, before I, I drop a quote on y'all. Um, Just a a couple of quick reminders here. If you like what you heard today, please feel free to like, subscribe, head over to iTunes, leave us a review over there. If you'd like to listen to our most recent bonus episode where Nicole and I chatted about some stuff, um, and normally Beth uh, Beth and I chat about stuff outside of um, Disney World stuff usually, you can find that on our Patreon page. You get your own little uh, stream for our bonus episode podcast basically there. You can head over to our website to do all kinds of things, request a magic ram, submit an Ask Beth and Greg question, and that's at thatparklifepodcast.com. You can follow our podcast account on Instagram at thatparklifepodcast, and my personal account is at the Disney Greg.
1: And you can't find me on social media because I gave it up two and a half years ago, <laughs> and uh, I don't miss it.
0: <laughs> I haven't looked back yeah. Okay, so a quote for you all. Uh, This time, our quote comes to us from Lilo and Stitch. I figured, why not Stitch, Ah. one of, if not the only character, I think, that you can possibly meet at Typhoon Lagoon. Um, And this comes from the character Nani, who said, quote, Sometimes you try your hardest, but things don't work out the way you want them to. Some things have to change, and maybe, sometimes, they are for the better. So with that, we say thank you and thank you, Nicole, for filling in for Miss Beth.
1: Thank well, you for having me here.
0: Traveling around the world, of course. I'll see you in one minute when we have to go walk our dog. All right. Yes. Goodbye, everybody. See you all Bye. next week.
1: Bye. Everybody's going